Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, the show dedicated to watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology show, Tales from the Dark Side, and reporting it back to you, I'm Matt Noss. With me is Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. How's everybody doing today? So good! Hey, Matt! Other Matt! Guys, we are now in it. We're in January. We're in we're in the Jan. We're in the we're doggy in, days of Jan. We're in season three. This season's like episode eight of season it's, three. It is. <laughs> it is exactly season eight of episode three. Nope. <laughs> I even slowed down to say it and I messed it up. <laughs> season three, episode eight. Serpent's Tooth. A Serpent's Tooth. As is customary on this show, we guess what this episode is about with with Wout. With Wout and Clout and Gusto and and Musto. And Busted About. Uh, We we guess what this show is about. Based on title alone. alone? How 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 brave brave of us. (laughs) And I think somebody here got kind of close, and it wasn't me. And it wasn't me. I'll start. A serpent's tooth. Hey, what's that stuck in Jonathan Taylor Thomas's meatball? That's a serpent's tooth, a.k.a. Fang. But where's the serpent? <gasps> dun, 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 dun. I'll go second. Okay. JT squared, you brought it in. Mm-hmm. Nice. Serpent's tooth. A roadside attraction sells many oddities, but children are obsessed with the serpent tooth, leading to a black market ring of King Cobra dealers to wage a turf war. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. But Maddie, All right, this is this is the one that got closest for some reason. Serpent's tooth. A man buys a serpent's tooth at a Turkish bazaar thinking it's like a monkey's paw and dies of dysentery. So close. So close. Unfortunately, none of these are exactly correct. So, Jen, hit us up with those sweet deets. Here are some sweet deets. Uh, We are watching season three, episode eight of Tales from the Dark Side, A Serpent's Tooth. This episode aired November 16th, 1986. Disappointed with their unappreciative children, Pearl King enlists the aid of a serpent's tooth talisman that has potent powers and produces instant results. This episode was directed by Frank De Palma, not Brian De Palma. <laughs> written by dear sweet Edith Swenson. A twofer for are a, we three in a row for We Edith? might be a threefer for uh, oh, for sweet Edith. Uh, this episode stars uh, Renee Taylor as Pearl. She was a comedian in the sixties. She uh, her opener. Uh, when she did shows in New York for a uh, lengthy period of time, was Barbara Streisand, a then-unknown Barbara Streisand. Oh, wow. She played uh, Ava Braun in The Producers. Holy shit. Uh, she is best known for being uh, the mother of Fran Drescher's character in 96 episodes of The Nanny. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. I did not know that because I have not seen an episode of The Nanny. Uh, nor have I. I... Wish I could say the same thing. I it's something that would just be on TV and you would see it in the background and I would just hear, Oh, Mr. Sheffield. And then you would turn the TV. <laughs> yeah. That show, um, Major Pain. No, yeah. not Major Pain. She's the sheriff. She's the sheriff. Never saw an nope. episode. Oh, I'm pretty sure I saw an episode of She's the Sheriff too. <laughs> now, Voyagers. Seen a lot of episodes. Oh, yeah. So much TV. Too much. Myron was played by Lewis Quinn. He was in All the President's Men. He was in 77 Sunset Strip and some other TV stuff. A stable actor of the 70s. Madeline was played by Joanne Willett, who was a girl on the bus in Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Freddy's Revenge. Oh my! Many would say the best Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Definitely the gayest. The gayest and best (laughs) Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Those people would definitely be wrong. Yes. Hey, don't want to see Freddy, but want to see a lot of. (laughs) Want to see a prosthetic tongue? (laughs) Uh, But uh, I know Joanne Willett because she played Connie Lubbock on Just the Ten of Us. What? Which I used to love. Oh my god! She was one of the girls. Was she, she was the prissy one, wasn't she? She was the the short one who wore uh, her hair in like pigtails. I don't remember if she was prissy. Well, because they had they had yes. the two yes they yes. had the they had the like the the two oldest sisters that yep. were like 
the slutty ones of loose virtue. Yeah. Yeah. And then they and had, then Heather Langenkamp. Oh, that's the one that I was thinking. Yeah. About. She was the prissy one. Yeah. And so she was the younger one. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Not in this one though. No, not in this one. Her hair went all the way up. Mark was played by the oddly shaped Brett Marks. (laughs) 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 The facially challenged Brett Marks. Uh, He was Jimmy Feldman in Bad News Bears. And in the movie Thrashin', he played Bozo. Seems right. Uh, Barry was played by Ron Sloan, uh, character actor. He was in Bonsai Runner, not related to Buckaroo Bonsai, which was a disappointment. <laughs> and finally, Richie was played by Jared Rustin. Uh, he played Billy in Big. He was in Overboard. He was in Pet Cemetery. He was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, possibly the most well-known actor in, in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The strange thing about this episode is that man lives... In the sunlit world? ...of what he believes to be reality. But there is... Unseen by most. An underworld. A place that's just as real. But not as brightly lit? It's, it's a, a dark, dark side. side. Yeah, yeah, it's total a dark side. Dark side. Totes dark side. You guys are right. The door from the dark side swings right open. <laughs> and this episode of Trading Places is filmed in front of a live <laughs> studio audience. <laughs> It had a real Hill Street Blues meets Friends meets Seinfeld exterior shot Yeah, this was shot in 86, but it looked like an exterior shot they pulled out of an episode of TV from 1974. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it probably was. It probably was, yeah. yeah. They were rocking the safe room music. Like in a video game when you make it to the safe room. Yes! (laughs) I wanted that typewriter to... (laughs) (laughs) this ribbon is useless now discard (laughs) and it's a pink family room yeah so this is an old lady's room basically and she and then there's pictures everywhere families it's a it's a real like 80s family room Mm -hmm. there not no must no fuss but then we land on a gentleman that I like to call the second greatest American hero. <laughs> Our boy, Mark. And Mark, Mark. So let's talk about Mark's hair. Mark, Mark is a is a good looking Napoleon Dynamite. Do you guys remember the Chia head? That is what Mark looked like. The original Chia head? Yeah. Like okay. the actual face. Holy and shit. And the hair. Yeah. He yeah. looks like the original Chia head. I thought he looked kind of like one of those stone heads on uh, Easter Island. <laughs> like a Maui. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's probably what a you Chia head looked right. like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, and so he's reading a book called The Organic Way to Mulching, and he's looking at a root. This is to subtly inform you that he's into gardening. Mm-hmm. Well, and what I what I thought was funny is for for a couple seconds he's reading the book and then he pulls the root out and he looks at the book and then he looks back at the root and then does that a few times. What is difficult to understand about a root? The organic way to mulch it? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm trying to learn here, man. <laughs> I'm looking at this freaking root and I'm going, "How?" You know? <laughs> well, in the kitchen, you hear a commotion. You see this, uh, a shiny cleaver. And then you watch Mary Poppins. A horror show. This might be the scariest portion <laughs> of Tales from the Dark of Side. Of any Tales from the Dark Side we episode we have ever seen. I don't think we've ever been as horrified with something that that happened not since uh, not since Divine ate uh, <laughs> a, do- <laughs> a dog turd was I more horrified about something on screen. Yeah, yeah. The the mother character Pearl pulls a raw chicken out of the refrigerator, which was a beautiful fifties oh, style. Yeah. Refrigerator. Beautiful fifties refrigerator pulls out an uncovered chicken, which right away off of like the top shelf, uncovered raw chicken. So right away, that is not proper food handling. Nope. Nope. Gross. Yep. Yep. She pulls it out. Baby talks to it. Ba- is baby talking it. And then 
she straight up kisses it. Oh, Makes God. contact with the flesh and her mouth. And you it's, know it's not like they had a prop chicken. Oh no, for that her was a real fucking That was chicken. a real Tyson chicken. Yeah. That she straight up Yeah. That we we stopped and we were all like no, what? So at this moment I was hoping, well, the rest of this is the serpent's tooth bacteria that's gonna <laughs> rip through her lower GI. It's Captain Trips. <laughs> Like this, uh, this episode is taking a real dark turn. But no, no, she just gets to baby talk this chicken all she likes. Oh, you look so handsome, and you're. Oh, I just can't wait. You're gonna be the sweetest little baby chop. Yeah, she she puts it on the um the chopping block, and then um raises the cleaver and cleaves it in twixt. And then is that symbolism for what she's going to do to her own children that she actually she loves, but then chops them up metaphorically? I think so. I think I think there could be implied metaphor that Mm -hmm. they never really were going for. It's a a Swenson. (laughs) This is an Edith Swenson. Yeah. So uh, maybe she was thinking more of like how the, the lines between woman and chicken love are often blurred. Right. Yeah. And, and how uh, the cleaver cleaves the chicken like the penis cleaves the puss. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> true. Um, here is a great moment in this episode. So we get away from the disgusting baby talk and then all of a sudden... Well, hold on, hold on. I know where you're going, but I just wanted to point out that there is a serious eye roll that happens when the mom is talking to the baby, like baby talking to the chicken. And you oh, cut, by Mark? You cut to Mark, and his eyes roll so far in the back of his head. That it, he puts another dent in it. Yeah. <laughs> and he mentions that she makes chicken soup every day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, chicken Freeze soup that again. shit. Freeze that shit. Is that breakfast, lunch, and dinner? That sounds like a nightmare. That's an episode I'd see. Right. You call it chicken soup. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to eat this anymore, Mom. Jesus. Eat the chicken soup. It's like chicken soup for the soul. Right. But it's the del- the devil is collecting your soul. If I have any food more than three times in a row, I may never eat it I again. I hate it. Yeah. Oh, I, my gosh. Really? I might not. I make I make food on Sunday and eat it all week. The same food? Yeah. Like well, well, here's the thing. I'll have the like, same. I made pizza this past week. Yeah, but you pizza's delicious. Pizza. Yeah, pizza, I think. Or uh, like the, remember the lentil soup I made a few mm-hmm. weeks ago? That. If I make like chili or something, I can have it, you know, mm-hmm. maybe three days. In, by, by the third day, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I'm done with I chili think for soup, a while. I think soups are tough like that. Like right now, um, part of my plan is like, hey, um, I have a. About six ounces of chicken, a cup of rice, and some greens every mm-hmm. night. And that's my dinner. And the way I mix that up is I just season the chicken different. Mm-hmm. Like I'll put soy sauce on the rice or put some hot sauce on the rice or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't always feel like I'm eating the same meal. Sure. Mm-hmm. But if it was just like bland rice, bland chicken, bland lettuce, mm-hmm. I'd be oh, like. Yeah, I mean, that's not what I that's not what but I. But some do. people like are just like, I eat. I eat so I don't die. Yeah. I've these eaten the, the same Soylent for... I was just going to say, these are the people that eat years. Soylent. Oh, you monsters. They're, yeah, they're the worst. It, it, Have it, you ever tried Soylent, Matt? No. It, that's insane. To, what are you trying to prove? Well, some people don't care about food. But yeah, you still but have taste buds. You still have, to, you still have to taste it if you're going to eat some well, sort of nutritional... Su- or not in the Matrix. I mean, well, if you're saving your fingernails, <laughs> you know, you're going to... You're a prime candidate for Soylent. <laughs> if you're wondering how earwax could fuel a combustion engine, you might be ready for Soylent. <laughs> oh, we got to do Call Jeff Foxworthy. He, he's like, y'all familiar with Soylent? Boo. If your muscles are popping out, I'm turning into Bill Cosby. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> You got the soil in the boot. Rudy. 
All right, let's, All right, great. let's yeah, drop let's, it like it's hot. Yeah, All let's right. move, let's move. He eye rolls, and then we get a great time capsule. Mm-hmm. Squealing guitars. It's like the beginning of uh, Hot for Teacher. <laughs> I got my pencil. <laughs> Give me something to write on. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is the second... Almost full rendition of Hot for Teacher <laughs> in Transmissions from the Dark Side History. <laughs> oh, teacher, don't just give me. <laughs> All right. Down the stairs walks 1980s famous Cindy Lauper Madonna impressionist. Madonna Lopper. Uh, yeah, I, I wrote that she was an explosion of hair, beads, and herpes. Here comes trouble. It's rock and roll daughter. <laughs> Lace. Beads. Jelly shoes, probably. Blush. Berry. <laughs> Chris. Chris. <laughs> Don't. Thanks, Barry. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that if this is your first episode of Transmissions from the Dark Side. That's all right. We're making the same jokes we made on the first episode of the show. <laughs> Go back. Hear them. <laughs> There's still no context there either. So Rock and Roll Daughter comes downstairs. Oh, she's wearing lace gloves that are red. She's got beads. She's got high-heeled shoes on. Oh, she is just a mess of trouble. She's wearing she's wearing like stockings with the line up the back. Rock, 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 rock and roll daughter. <laughs> Mom does not like any of this. Oh, no, no. And then I write down what this section of the episode is called. It's the Long Island guilt trip. <laughs> <laughs> Because they pour on New York accents that up until now were pretty, pretty tame. non-existent. Yeah, they, yep. yeah, they were. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, hey, mom, looking for my lipstick. You, not if I, I would have known my daughter was this bad, my daughter would be a whore. <laughs> I almost, I almost went into a Duncan, and I was like, "Don't do it. Don't go Boston. Wrong show." Um, but yeah, it's it's very New York. It's very like, mom, mom. Yeah, they're hamming well, it it's up. It's the dinner table he, in Saturday he Night wasn't. Fever. Yeah. He wasn't. He was he was reading his book about mulching and and like doing some serious oh. eye rolling. Oh, don't touch the mulch. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I spent all day on the mulch, and then you just you hit my mulch. Well, you can't tell by the way I use my mulch. I don't want to spend. I like my mulch. <laughs> uh, you went chicken, I went mulch. Yeah, they, no, it. it, it oh, that's our melts. duet, isn't it? It is. Yeah. You went chicken, and I went mulch. <laughs> you hold it. And you I went both. <laughs> I also went up three keys. Oh, uh, I don't know. Oh, Alicia the Keys. The mother really. <laughs> Uh, this, this mother is a classic, this bitch. Oh, yeah. She is, she is awful. I, is she supposed to be sympathetic? Because all she does is nag with the most, um, you know, you'll poke your eye out with that thing. You right. know, if you make that face, it'll stay that way. Oh, wait. Why would I... the, why would the farmer buy, buy the cow, cow if he can get, get the, the milk, milk for, for free? free and, yeah. Every, just Because he likes fucking those... that cow. <laughs> <laughs> that cow, that cow, give it up, right? <laughs> and one name, uh, you know, the farmer's fucking that cow. <laughs> Why would the farmer buy the milk when he could fuck the cow for free? You milk it the hard way. <laughs> hard ticket to milk town. <laughs> it's gonna wait nine months for a baby cow to come up. Anyway. <laughs> It's going bad with her kids. Yeah, well, she's a she's she's got shitty kids and she's a shitty person. Well, no, no, hold hold on now. The son just doesn't want to be a dentist, okay? 
and the daughter is 21 years old. Yeah, why is she? She's she threatening. She can she's whore like, it up around town all she wants. Mom needs to be quiet. Yeah, mom and was like, maybe not under out. my roof. And the daughter was like, well, maybe I won't be. It's like, good. You're 21. GTFO. Yeah. Fly. Yep. yep. Uh, you know, they do try to get the sympathy vote going um, with the passing of the fictional father in this episode. Yeah, but it's still that whiny, you know, if your father heard you wearing jangly spurs of sex, you know, you'd uh, he'd be rolling over in his grave that he drown in flavin'. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, keep coming, Jen. <laughs> Doing great. Your, your father was a saint until he fell into the ocean, flavin'. And now you're going around wearing a scuba suit. <laughs> Snorkeling around his legacy. Snorkeling a bunch of dicks with Barry. Here you are thinking you're the master of unlocking things. <laughs> well, I got something for you, Missy. Looks like he's bit by a giant snake. We'll get to <laughs> <sighs> At this point, the mother character has been set up that she's kind of out of control with her kids. Her kids are running ripshod. <laughs> running amok. Running. Uh, but her kids are also kind of like, hey, Ma, take it easy. Back yeah. off. Back yeah. off. Let me live my life so the dichotomy is set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom is like, I nag because I love. The kids are like, it doesn't feel like <laughs> love to us. <laughs> And is that the act break? Uh, uh, the neighbor no. comes over. The neighbor kid comes oh, over. Oh, how could I forget Billy? Yeah, Billy comes over to uh, ask if he can borrow some salt. The The mom says that he can have the salt when his mom gives back the two dozen eggs she borrowed last week. Do you really want them back at this point? N- no, and also, I very rarely have more than a dozen eggs on hand. That's that's um, pretty I, presumptuous I, to I, borrow two dozen. Yeah, then why don't you just go to the store and, and buy two dozen? If I needed more than an egg, first of all, I would not talk to my neighbors for anything ever, egg yeah, or neither, otherwise. Neither would I. Um, but I would not borrow twenty four eggs from someone. No. Yeah, no, there is no way on earth I would be that presumptuous. No, two fucking dozen eggs. Yeah, are you kidding You're me? You're a monster. Yeah. A dozen eggs is like four bucks. Yeah. If you buy... If you buy the nice ones. Nice ones. If you buy some brownies. <laughs> some brownie eggies that might have a little, some a little baby best. in it. Little, little Eglin's best. <laughs> little Guglin's best. <laughs> little Guglin's. Little Guglin's best. They're just little eggs. Oh, Roomba, you're back. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi, I've been vacuuming up some eggs. <laughs> I'm all sticky inside. Can somebody get a hose? Yeah, Roomba, you're not a wet trivac. Oh, but I wanted to help. You Well, you just spread salmonella all over the floor. I just wanted to kiss an egg. <laughs> you wanted to kiss an egg. I just love it so much. I thought maybe it was my baby. <laughs> okay, but... Okay, sure. I just want... I just wanted to make it nice for you guys, but... Oh, thank you, Roomba. That's sweet. I'll go. No, Roomba. You don't even have to plug me in anymore. <laughs> just let my battery die. Well, you're you're actually backing up into your docking station right now. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm backing up into it, but I'm gonna... I'm, I'm gonna offset the pins. Yeah, your green light is flashing on top yeah. already. I think it's time to end it all. <laughs> okay, Roomba, you are. I ate a bunch of Flintstone vitamins <laughs> with iron in it. More than a vacuum should. <laughs> How much should a vacuum? What's the uh, recommended dosage of Flintstone vitamins? For a vacuum over two, <laughs> yeah, it's one per day. Per day. Okay, and how many did you have? Thirty-seven. Oh, we gotta get you to the hospital. Don't pump my stomach. Oh, we can just take it. We can just take her tray out. Hey, oh. You don't mind if we just jiggle that tray loose, do you? 
that tickles a little. All right, well, here we go. Okay. <laughs> there it is. All right. Wow, there is a lot of stuff in here, Matt. Yeah, that's disgusting. Um, I know. <laughs> I eat too much. <laughs> no, you're a good vacuum. You're doing your job. No. You're doing your best. It's just you should ask us to clean this out when you're when you're done. I'm not even vacuuming the living room anymore. Wait. We we know. Hold it. What are you doing? I'm just sitting in the kitchen a lot. I'm eating way too much. Do you open the fridge? Yeah. <laughs> There's a ham hock in this dustbin. It was a whole ham. What happened to the rest of the meat? I froze it up. <laughs> Where? In the living room. Oh my god, there's a full spiral ham in the living room. Yeah, don't eat it. I might finish it later and then I'll throw it <laughs> up again. Roomba. I think I have a problem. Yeah, you got a big problem, Roomba. <laughs> I just love eating. I do too, Roomba, but come on. Do you have 16 ice cream sandwiches? No, Roomba. <laughs> I'm not going to eat them. I was just asking. Why would you ask me that? Oh, I'm just vacuuming. Oh. Stop going to the freezer. No. <laughs> I just want to clean up. You don't even have your tray on. I'm a mess. <laughs> I'll go. Love you, Roomba. Bye. Bye. Matt, do you love me? I love you the most. Okay, bye. Well, it's great that Roomba had enough charge to talk to us. Yeah, I thought, yeah, with that light blinking, I thought. Well, uh, I mean, to be fair, though, Roomba does just sit there for most of the time. That's a really sad vacuum, that guys. Is yeah. fair. That vacuum needs some help. Yeah. Next time next time Roomba starts to do some of that stuff, though, we can just press dock, and she'll go right back. <laughs> she'll just scuttle right back. Roomba attempted suicide, though. Yeah. She, that's it, that's, it, that's not good. Do you really, do you really think this is the first time, Spiral 37 vitamins. <laughs> I'm going to say that's too many. That's That is a lot of vitamins. Somebody get that vacuum some help. Somebody, somebody get that vacuum some help. If you Where are we in this episode? <laughs> Who gives a shit? Uh, uh, so so we find out then that that's when the son isn't going to be a dentist, and mom disagrees, and that's where we have the act break. Yes. Ooh, we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after these messages. Balky takes charge on a new Perfect Strangers. I have a date with Dynasty. <laughs> and after more new fun on Full House, Mr. Belvedere gets heisted. Put all the cash in a bag. Would you like paper or plastic? Then... There's gonna be some way of raising money. Now let's think about our individual talents. Can you raise money dating? Just the ten of us. We're here to pick up Cindy for our dream date. Wow. That woman really laughed. She loved that bit. We're back. And now, Pearl? Is that her name? Yeah. Pearl. Yeah, Pearl's the mom. Pearl is talking to our to a new character. Myron, who is definitely not played by Darren McGavin. <laughs> but looks a lot like Darren McGavin. Well, it's Darren McGavin wearing a... A shaman's necklace. <laughs> it's it's Darren McGavin wearing the remnants of the costume from Parlor Floorfront. <laughs> like that was still in the costume. Yeah, shack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It undoubtedly was. Um, yeah, because he has like alligator teeth on him, shark teeth on him, and then just he might as crystals. well be might yeah. as well be carrying an ankh. Yep. Yeah. He might as well be carrying an ankh, Matt. You know what? You know, I just I just said why not. I yeah. just started carrying it's an It's fun. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to need. You don't know what the day holds. Why not just get into Better Egyptology? pack an onk. <laughs> Better pack an onk. Uh, so Pearl oh, is... Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I've been... Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, I wonder if Ruma could sweep up that joke. I don't think so. <laughs> 
Oh, we all have a bad taste in our mouths now. <laughs> uh, Pearl is 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 bemoaning her dreadful children and how no one listens to her, and she's basically asking asking Myron for some sort of, some of his his mojo, his hocus pocus. Yeah. Yep. His magic to shame her children into listening to her. Look, I I really screwed up raising these kids. And now they hate me. Mm-hmm. So if there's some way, you know, I can't fix me, I think, is the big thing I want to <laughs> talk about. <laughs> so if I could just fix them. Well, if you could give me magic powers to control others. What about maybe just uh, maybe a self-help book or a little therapy just to gain some insight on, on yourself? Well, wouldn't magic be easier? Oh! Yeah, sure, but you know it's so helpful just to you know when you're putting that much out into the universe, really reflecting on yourself. And like maybe you could think about how your parents raised you and how that impacted your life, and maybe that could help you gain some insight with your own children. Like a monkey's paw? You got a (laughs) monkey's paw or a foot? Is that still a paw? Well, I guess that old (laughs) saying that ungrateful children are the serpents. Sting like the serpent's tooth? Uh, that was, I saw that, uh, I think that's from Shakespeare, but he said it was from something else. He uh, he said the prophet or something. He something said it came long. from a prophet, but it is based on a quote from King Lear. How sharper than a serpent's tooth it is to have a thankless child. King Lear. Ooh. <laughs> well... These children are ungrateful. And Myron is like, you know, I'm wearing this thing around my neck that's never impacted anybody while I've been talking to them. Mm-hmm. There you go. Also, uh, be careful what you wish for. What? Goodbye. <laughs> so now Pearl has the, the magic serpent's tooth. She hasn't really been given any instructions on how to use it because you never are. No, if you okay, so let's let's just do a quick consensus of the room, uh, Matt. If I gave you a magical item of unspeakable power, um, would you expect directions? I would, uh, yeah, I would definitely uh, expect Jen? directions. I would hope for them. I would, mm-hmm. a- you know, I'd ask some follow up questions. Yeah, like what does this do? How many wishes do I get? What are the consequences of those wishes? Is there a bad way to use this? Is this going to hurt somebody? Um, a bad way. <laughs> can I make my dick 12 inches? <laughs> what if I put it on my dick? Right, that is that's always a first. That should if be If I just f- tape it to my dick? I mean, I got an Xbox 1 uh recently and that was the first thing I looked for is like dick instructions. <laughs> like how safe is this near my dick? <laughs> Could I keep this charging next to my dick all day? Right, dick all day, it's great bar. Yeah. <laughs> Got that dick in the mouth all day. <laughs> all right, let's okay. let's let's do it. <laughs> it is the next day, and uh, she's vacuuming, isn't she? She's, she's yep. vacuuming, and she's her got son, a canister vacuum. Yeah, yeah. Her son is annoyed because she's vacuuming too loudly. Well, that's and he's beca- trying to read steam, steam power yeah, on the American, the American farm. Oh, all right, we get it. He's into farming. <laughs> And uh, that's when she mentions that he's reading the book too closely and he's going to go blind. Mm -hmm. And he does. He starts to go blind. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, hold on, hold on. Not immediately. Because now Madeline comes downstairs, comes stomping downstairs. um, And the mom says, you're going to sprain an ankle. In in those those shoes. shoes. In those shoes. And she starts bemoaning all the stuff that uh, she never had, that these kids have and how spoiled they are. You know, she never had a TV. Or, or a phone. Or a phone. Or yeah, a VCR. A record, a record player. Come know. back, Zinc! They all disappear. <laughs> <laughs> a great bit of continuity is after the TV disappears, it is back in the next shot. Oh, is it really? Yeah. It is. Oh, it's I didn't behind see that. Him. Yep. Oh, that's oh, well, so awesome. When that first happened, I thought, are like are these just disappearing to her or because I saw the TV in the background too and I thought like what the hell is going on here? 
Um, but so then there's a knock on the door, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the kid next door was the name Richie. Yep. Yeah. Um, and she asks Richie for something, and then he sticks his tongue out yeah. at her, just like he did in the in the first act. Um, and she says, "You know, your face is gonna stick like that." And you see, you you keep seeing the uh, the, the tooth glow, tooth glow a little bit. Not a lot. If you didn't pay attention, you probably wouldn't even notice it. So why'd they spend money on this prop? But <laughs> hold it. <laughs> did it glow or did somebody off stage shine, shine a light, light on, on, it? on it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't don't shine that flashlight too much. We need that battery. <laughs> we need that battery. Because at the end, it is a tepid glow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she also, um, as uh, Madeline's running out the door, right? As oh, uh, as Richie, <laughs> as Richie is standing there, and uh, Pearl, the mother, says, "Don't come back unless everything is intact." <laughs> to Madeline. Yeah, I got a Puss Quest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Don't yeah, ask welcome, me. Uh, welcome to Puss Quest. What's your uh, What's your uh, Puss question? Yeah, I was watching the show Tales from the Dark Side. Uh-huh. Real weird show. Anyways, woman's daughter goes out. She says, "Hope everything stays intact." Uh-huh. Uh huh. Gotta ask. Is, that, uh, is she making a hymen reference? Uh, I would say, based on that quote, yes, she's making a hymen reference. So she is saying to her daughter, "I was right, guys." <laughs> Do not return to this home unless you have a fully intact hymen. As we've discussed, there are, I don't know, a million ways that you could break a hymen. So really, this is this is old folklore. <laughs> this is an old wives' tale that... Matt this, Rose oh. has had it! Engineer Matt, are you... Uh, I'm out of here. Oh, no. <laughs> we need you. Um... Richie's face is stuck. Uh, and this is this is when you hear Ooh! Madeline, ow! And then, <laughs> then the doofus son just forgets how to act like a human being. Oh, yeah, because he's blind, so now he has to prat fall off the couch. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he doesn't understand how anything works, like spoons or feet mm-hmm. or couches, for that matter. Because he falls, he's lying down. He falls off the couch because now he can't see. He goes full Helen Keller. <laughs> he goes full faulty tower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, it's a very succinct and well tightly written <laughs> comedy of errors. Oh boy, is it ever! Uh, my, my dude goes blind. Well, my dude then, goes blind. All the appliances disappear. The woman's, uh, the daughter's toe breaks. Uh, Richie from next door gets yelled face. at. Well, he gets yelled at to go call the police, and he sticks his fingers out, or he sticks his tongue out, and then he gets frozen that way. And then the mom remembers. <gasps> Chicken soup will fix all of this. Act break. So we're at we're at the act break. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to pr- play a commercial here, but what is this commercial? Uh, this commercial is uh, is where uh, uh, the gentleman playing Richie got his uh, got his start. Jared Rustin's first commercial. Uh, we're about to listen to it right now. Hot eyes, bad hair, fit boots, splits there. Barbie and the rockers, just so bullshit. Free Rockers cassette. Dolls each sold separately. Barbie and the Rockers. Well, so where was he in that commercial? He was waving a cassette around <laughs> with some punk rock hair. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, we're back. And now we are at probably the most disgusting scene since the first scene we said was super disgusting. Yeah, this is Chicken one of the- soup for the soul. One of the worst dinner scenes I've seen since Dead Alive. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh God, what was the movie where the people eat themselves to death? Oh, it was a French movie. I I forget what it was called, but they eat themselves to death. 
that sounds disgusting also. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So everybody's just, everybody's struggling with their, uh, their situation. Uh, uh, our blind friend, Mark, uh, as Matt was saying, no longer knows how to eat. Yeah. Doesn't he, know what spoons he's, are for. He's trying to eat with the wrong end of a spoon. Um, he, for him, a while, Matt, is he asking how spoon? How spoon? <laughs> how, <laughs> that is exactly how he was. Yes. How spoon? How spoon how, were? How, how spoon? What, what spoon? How? How spoon? How spoon work? How? How spoon? How spoon work? How? You spoon backward? <laughs> it's like, um, do you remember the SNL sketch with the, um, the guy who was the, the baby? He was a grown man, uh, the Beck it Bennett. Sounds, it sounds yeah, familiar. the Beck Bennett one. Yeah, uh, it was the baby businessman. Yeah, it was like baby <laughs> businessman, mm-hmm. and he would just sort of like slam his hands around and eat spaghetti while having business meetings and just make a mess and throw things around. Uh, and that's how this guy's eating. <laughs> um, the mom has to grab a turkey baster oh. to shove it into Richie's oh. mouth. All of this is disgusting because you know that that chicken soup is just. Ice cold. Tepid oh, at best. Oh, that poor kid. Just. And he gets a real load in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. All color sucked out of face. Yeah. He's like a full turkey baster in the mouth. It. W- <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, you got a full I mean, it's turkey awful. baster in the mouth. It's... <laughs> Just a hot load. Oh. Just a hot turkey load. Oh, God. Well, it does fix everything. Yeah. Tongues go back in mouths. Vision returns to the blind. Ankles are fixed. And then it cuts to the next day where uh, Lopper Madonna is now Ali Sheedy in reverse. Yes. <laughs> because everybody's realized that... so. Mom can murder us. <laughs> They're essentially magic blackmailed by the mom. Correct. Uh, the uh, Mark is back at dentist school. The daughter is cleaning up like crazy. And then the mom comes in after getting her hair done. Ugh. And these kids are pissed. Yeah. Well, no, she doesn't she leave? Yeah. I thought she, I thought she well, yeah, yeah. 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 Um when when does uh d- Richie comes in pretty quickly after that to deliver the bread, right? Or well, is no, that... that's he gets the bread order at that point. Oh, right, 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 right. Because we, we get that she is leaving to get the haircut or the, the nails done or whatever. Yeah. And then um our she, she gets back and the daughter is is now preparing the soup. She's like chopping up vegetables and stuff and yep. she starts complaining to her mother that she's working like a slave and uh she uses the words, and we need to talk about this, sweated up. Oh, yeah. She's getting all sweated up. <laughs> um, is that a colloquialism that I don't know about? I have not heard it. Was that an 80s thing? Uh, sweated up it. with Jane Fonda? Getting it. all sweated up? Might be. I might say that in anger. The mom then goes, <laughs> darling. Ladies don't sweat. They glow. To which she starts glowing. <laughs> well, does she start glowing or does somebody turn a, a heat spotlight. lamp onto her <laughs> yeah. with yeah. a red gel? I believe it's a red gelled ah, heat lamp. Okay, great. Uh, and, and mom takes it back. So we learn that you can take this back. Right. So things are set up about this power. Yeah. Because right now this power is super confusing. Because well, she she does it by accident a bunch of times, right? the The thing that really gets set up about this power is that any faux threat that a mother would use to mm-hmm. keep her children in line comes true. Right. Mm-hmm. That is the only congruent thing about this about this tooth. Mm-hmm. Is that any like if she's just like, if you eat more of that, you're gonna get sick. And everybody who does it gets sick. Right. Mm-hmm. Chicken soup is will heal all wounds. Yep. Done. So she tells her daughter, by the way, I have uh, invited Barry over for dinner. Barry? Barry. I want him to make an honest woman of you. 
Right. So. <sighs> Look, if he's going to get them guts, <laughs> you better put a ring on it. Right? <laughs> I mean, you're a modern gal. Why can't he be a modern guy? <laughs> get them guts. It's so foul. It's so awful. Oh. Get them guts. I delivered it perfectly. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He just said it like you would say you crossed the street. If you want to get them guts, <laughs> then you better put a ring on it. We cut to them ha- having this dinner or th- it's after dinner and they're on the couch. Yeah. They ordered a guy from Lunk City, USA. <laughs> Barry is wearing a he's supposed to be It's his letterman's jacket from when he was in high school 40 years ago. <laughs> How old is this guy? So this, old. this, this guy yeah, I oof. My favorite line that he has is like, oh, I can't marry your daughter. I'm an associate plumbing inspector. <laughs> well, and then he 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 doesn't really finish his sentence. He just says, like, I make like Yeah. That was that was it. He just made like a hand motion and a <laughs> in his mind, it's like a cockroach farting. <laughs> you know what uh, that's worth, guys? Not much. You know, uh, <laughs> You know I make cockroach farts, right? <laughs> Just good old. Maybe if I was, maybe if I was a uh, you know a head plumbing inspector. What does a plumbing inspector do? Inspect plumbing. Oh, but how is that different than a plumber? Uh, the, he's with the city. He should be with like the city to yeah. make sure everything's up to code. I have no more questions. Thank you. Your witness. Mr. Associate <laughs> Plumbing Inspector, if that is your name. <laughs> Why, you sound like a nerdlinger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't believe that you know how to plumb at all. <laughs> Tell me, which of these isn't a trap? The Death Star. <laughs> Death Star. Uh, well, it's oh, a, it is a trick. Oh. Uh, <laughs> These questions. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Thank you for your apology. So I'm sorry for my comedy. <laughs> so he asks for another piece. Or he, he, he says, hey, can I have another piece of that? We don't really know what they're eating. We just see that he's... Shoving fist after fistful into his gaping maw. Ham fists. <laughs> and what? so the mom says, if you're not careful, you'll turn into that. Oh, God, A slice was... of date nut bread. Yes. And then immediately, Madeline screams... And he gets turned into a slice of <laughs> bread. Just a slice I of loved, bread on the couch. I loved this. That was great. No, it was it was very funny. This this moment is asked and answered. Like yep. it's like, is he gonna turn into a date? Yeah. Yep. Yep. yep there he well, is. Well, the the actress the actress playing Madeline really sells this. She is so distraught. I really liked her in this. She's pretty great. Yeah. Ugh, what a nightmare. Uh, they are so casual about Barry's death here. Yeah. Um, well, not death. Transformation. So my question is, could they just put this piece of bread in a bowl of soup and he's all... <laughs> <laughs> well, why can't, can't mom Why didn't the say, mom just say, no, just No, you kidding. won't turn into a... Yeah. You're no, a you human won't. Again. Yeah, you're a human. Well, no, that's because she has to have a full-on breakdown. Yeah, she starts freaking out like you didn't know this was going to happen. And then uh uh and then Rich the the door knock yeah, door, knock on the door. Knock on the door and it's the kid, Richie. And he had uh he had to drive around for three and a half hours to find a bread. Hey, guess what, lady? No one bakes bread on Tuesdays. Which I didn't oh, know. Fun fact. Yeah. Fun fact. The marble rye. Uh and she was giving him a dollar as a tip and he had a started yelling at her about the tip. Oh yeah, this is a real streetcar scene. Yeah. <laughs> hey, lady. 
<laughs> he really, for for being seven or whatever, he really... Uh, he gave it his all. He was singing to the rooftops. Uh, she said, look, he's having a conniption over a tip. And then, by God, if he doesn't start having a conniption. A conniption. Um, the, this scene... The, another super casual reaction yeah. to a child nearly dying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a big seizure. This is like a grandma. Yeah, scene. yeah. This, this is a, a grandma. Darth was, this was no scene. joke. This is a Darth Maul scene. <laughs> Two ended. I would also accept a grandma Tarkin, Tarkin seizure. Yes. <laughs> this is a Sherry Lois and Bram seizure. <laughs> it's not a Fred Penner seizure. <laughs> Sorry. This serpent's tooth is too. Powerful. This power, she can't contain this power. Better invite Myron over. Oh, here's Myron again. <laughs> so hold on. Before Myron comes over, or or before they talk to Myron, but he's in the kitchen, mm-hmm. you see Madeline kiss the piece of bread it's good night and, and put, put it, it in, in the, the fridge. fridge. <laughs> she puts it in a Tupperware. Yeah. Yeah. And then puts it in the fridge. Good night, baby. They have a nice relationship. He treats her a lot better now that he's a piece of bread than he ever did when he was a human. Probably about the same as conversation. Oh, no. Ring, 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 ring. Uh, Hey, yeah. Uh, Is this puss puss quest? Yeah, yeah. Uh, What happens if you put a piece of bread on the puss? (laughs) Um, Well, it's, it's certainly not recommended, although people suspect there you know you could get a yeast infection or something like that uh hasn't been proven but we're not going to recommend it it's it's certainly going to ruin the bread sexy oh (laughs) oh sexy (laughs) oh if you try to fuck that bread yeah like what if you try to ram a piece of bread in that puss it possible uh it's going to depend on the kind of bread Um, date nut oh date nut is a stable (laughs) bread yeah it needs to be something that's you know carvable but like Will it it be usable after? No, this is a one and done scenario. Oh, this girl's going to be lonely forever. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, caller. I give up. (laughs) I was going to bring like Last Tango in Paris into it, and then I was like, (laughs) no. Oh, let's not. Yeah, Yeah. let's not do that. (laughs) Uh, She doesn't want to give up the serpent's tooth. She just wants to keep it as a pet. And then she's like, it's Myron gave it to me. It's mine now. It's then a w- gift. I don't want to give it back. And then Myron like buckles like a belt. He's like, <laughs> yeah, she's right. Yeah, I, guess I also, nice, yeah. I don't want it back. How about that? But hopefully you will all now live in peace, she <laughs> says. From your mouth to God's ears. Ah. And we get that light, that heavenly light, because it went to God's ears. Yep. The ears that God has on his God head. I don't know why. I don't know why God's ears would send down light, but you know. Well, that's how you know he's listening with <laughs> his God ears. He has two. He has two God ears. Not seven. No. Then it's the next day. Our little our little teeny bopper is back at it. She's wearing a hot 80s yellow fluffy jacket. With tits out. Dude, you can see Cleveland. Yeah. Lights out, tits out. It's it's time to get them jugs a drinking. She's wearing um she's she's wearing like a yellow blazer that yeah. uh um like Joan Cusack would have worn in Working Girl but with no blouse. Yep. So it's just yeah, just just straight And she has a pretty kick-ass cow print purse. Oh, that that purse is sweet. I would carry that. Yeah, yeah, I would carry that too. Let's just be honest, guys. And then mom says something to the effect of, "You're not going out like that." Oh, because she takes she takes the well, she gives her the warning first. Yeah, and like the daughter's like, "Look, shut up." I'm going to do it. You killed my boyfriend. I got to find a new man. Yeah. And also, we need to come up with a good story for the police. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And so the mother says, if any other mother should love their daughter more than me, I'd turn into a pile of salt. A pillar pillar of salt. A pillar of salt. Sorry. That does happen. That is exactly what she says. And that is right after, because she leaves the room. Um. The daughter, Madeline. Madeline leaves the room, 
And then, like a crackhead, the mom goes to find that tooth. Skitter, 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 give me that tooth. I need that tooth. <laughs> Gotta get that tooth. Give me that tooth. Oh, give me that tooth. <laughs> so she pulls the tooth. Madeline it's comes back in. And that's when she's like, ha ha! J'accuse. <laughs> Suck le bleu. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. You are addicted to that tooth. You couldn't leave it alone. And that's when she says, I'm just fucking it. <laughs> oh, wait, what did she ring, say? Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> oh, hi, welcome to Puss Quest. Yeah, go, uh, Priest Week Puss Quest. Oh, hey, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, you sir. are the only caller we have ever I had on this show. I love this show. It's nice to have a listener, I guess. <laughs> anyway, got a question for you. Sure, go ahead. Yeah, I listen to my neighbors down the hall. Okay, you shouldn't it's do that. A, well, you know, I, I uh, uh, get out of my business. Anyway... <laughs> Here's what I heard. Okay. She got a serpent's tooth. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. She got a serpent's tooth. Like, think of it. Like when you how big of a how big of an item do you think a serpent's tooth is? Like a tiny little tiny tooth. Okay. I, mean, I guess is. it depends on the serpent, but even then, that's it's not a big tooth. Okay. Well, um, you ever seen the uh, neck of a bottle of beer? I have, yes. <laughs> yeah, cut that off. Sharpen an edge. Serpent's tooth. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm not even. I'm not even sure where you're. I don't want to know. What if you put that in the the the? Puss? I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a sharp thing in a, in a puss. It's going to be very similar to seven. But <laughs> thank you. No more questions. <laughs> she turns into a pillar of salt. Oh, it's a real Lot's wife situation. Oh. And. As if that wasn't on the nose enough, then you hear the mother <gasps> in voiceover. Well, now all of a sudden, these kids are fucking the nicest they've ever been. Yep. And they're like, we love you, Mom. See you, See you later. later. And then they kiss her salt cheeks. What good children. It was worth it. Fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah. Fuck this episode. Fuck this. Yeah, I wrote, because fuck you, audience. <laughs> No. No. Just it's a pile of salt with a face. Right. It is. A yep. pillar, as it were. Is it what? It's a pillar of salt. Right. A pillock. A pillar. Here's the interesting thing about this pillar of salt. Yeah. When I think of a well, maybe it's pillar that makes it hard. Yeah. But I always thought of like a pillar of salt just being like a pile of salt. I thought it was like a pile, but like a hardened I think, pile. I th- yeah, I thought it was was like a, like a like an like actual yeah. like column. Like a pillar yeah, like would a, make it like hardened. Pillar. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I thought of it like a salt lick for a deer. Okay, yep, that yeah, kind of I, compressed I, hard. Yeah. Salt. yeah, I thought much more of that and much less of the pile of sugar that Homer stores in the backyard. Yeah, when they steal it from the overturned sugar truck. You probably still can't get his uh, get the mother wet. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean sexually mad. I mean, like, out in the rain. Ring, ring. Oh, God. No, I'm kidding. Don't We're me. off the air. <laughs> Forever. Um, Let's go to the writer's room. What would we do to this episode? Um, I would add a garbage can. And throw <laughs> the script. And I would throw it in the garbage can. It's not a good one. It's so... The, the monkey's paw is so overdone. It's like it's well, and it's 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 so overdone and so rarely done well. Yeah, and this is no exception to no. both of those. No, it is not. Well, like after you have something like um, bedazzled, mm-hmm. which is you make your wish and the devil makes it go wrong. Right. Are you referring to the Dudley Moore one or the Elizabeth Hurley? Always one? the Dudley Moore one. Okay. Uh, always the Dudley Moore and Peter Cook one. Yeah, that that is the one that I was referring to first because that would have been preceding this. Yes, yeah, probably the more the most successful of that type of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't really break new ground. No, no, not in any way. No, it was also on the nose, and there, uh, TV has done this since then. You know the the episode of Buffy where. Uh, um, you know, Willow keeps making making these wishes or predictions or things that that comes true that you know, um, Giles doesn't see anything, so he goes blind, and 
Uh, yada yada. I mean, at least it was done with sort of an interesting spin and had some repercussions, but this was just... Well, it's hard to connect to these characters that you don't know because you're shoved into this world so fast. <laughs> don't know and or don't like particularly. They, they, The mother was not likable at all. She was such a nag. Right. Mm -hmm. if, if, like, she was a saint and the kids were terrible... Yeah. It would be at least a little bit easier to get on her side. Right. Yeah. But when you're like, you're all garbage people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you should all get away from each other because now you've been near each other for too long. The mom was the worst one. I didn't think the kids were that bad. Like the, the kid just wanted to what? Go to go to agriculture school? The right. son? Yeah. If okay. you're that into agriculture, you're probably going to make it work. Yeah. If you're I reading. Mean, he, did, he did seem pretty confused by her route. So I'm I'm not sure about his aptitude for farming. For dentistry. But, but if you're reading Steam Power for the American Farm. At least you're and he's he's pull, he's blowing through these books. So at least he's like interested and, and doing the work. He's putting the time in, Matt. For all we know, he's just turning pages. He's well, not actually true. reading anything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and a one Mississippi and a two <laughs> Mississippi and a three. How many Mississippi's per page. Reading, and reading, reading, reading. And the words can <laughs> combine. Doop it, doop boo. <laughs> and tractor. Do, 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 do. Turn the page. And what? Two. And what does my breath smell like to other people? Do, 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 do. Do, do. Wonder if I could fly if I had wings inside. Do, boop, boop, boo. Page three. <laughs> That is me all day. Yeah. <laughs> Today at work, I just I recently went to Modern Natural Baby ah. to uh, to just check it out, look at oh. some things from Modern Naturals, uh, <laughs> Modern Natural Babies, um, and they've got some. They've got all these putties by the yeah. register, and I was like, I'm going to treat myself to some thinking putty. Uh, so I got this. Oh, the holographic putty. The holographic putty. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and it's like scarab colors. I have been playing with it nonstop for two days. So I just, I've just been squishing putty and just staring at nothing, trying to make it look like I'm working. And mm -hmm. then if somebody comes by, I'll sort of like with the other hand, just kind of tap the keyboard. <laughs> so I'm having, uh, I'm having a, a real weird experience at, um, at my new job where I'm used to having pretty much unfettered access to the internet mm -hmm. and not enough time to use it. And now I have pretty wide open time and I can't get anywhere because everything's blocked. So it's, it's a real twist of fate theater. It's a for real me. O. Henry. Yeah. All the time to read the books, but my glasses are, are broken. broken. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at that weird mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Any other things at the writer's room? Nah, this episode so. was lame. I did not care for this. Guys, uh, scale of one. I, I did really like when he turned into the piece of bread, though. That's, I, that was that funny. really got that me. was funny, and I liked um, and I liked the the daughter in this. I thought she did a good job. She was great. She was okay. Um, I'm sorry. Yes, she was great. She was the greatest part of the episode, aside from the guy turning into bread. Happy now? I'm so happy. Thank you. Uh, We're gonna have man. a lot of fun driving home. <laughs> uh, wow, guys, that was Matt. Butt out. <laughs> uh, Matt, could you pass me that serpent's tooth? Over there really oh, this one. Yeah. You know, uh... stab, stab, stab. <laughs> oh, just stab him. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about doing wishes. I just wanted to stab him so bad. You can get in contact with Wait, us. Well, we no, we haven't. Oh no, yet. I was just jumping. Just it was like, this is. Classic Matt trying to avoid conflict. <laughs> we were doing such we a good... We put him in this position. Oh. You did. You have only us to blame. <laughs> uh, scale of one to ten, how many slices of date nut bread would you give this episode? Two and a half. Really? Fuck this I, episode. I gave... Jeez, uh, now I'm afraid to say how many I gave no, it. No, go ahead. Three and a half. Oh, I gave it four. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm on All the right. low end. That's yeah, fine. That's fine. You can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Instagram and Facebook. We're T from the Dark Side at gmail.com if you like email. 
If you like Twitter, we're TFTDS Pod. Thanks for everybody who came out yesterday to the live show. We appreciate Ooh, that. Yeah. And Snow Day was a lot of fun. We hope they raised all the money in the world for those great causes. Ah, oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want some stickers, just ask. We've All you got to do is ask. Just ask for them stickers. We'll give you mm-hmm. those stickers. stickers. We got them for you. Until then, I have to. Did I forget something? Try to enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. It's try to enjoy try the daylight. To enjoy the daylight. daylight. That's right. Yeah. Right. Bye. 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 Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDS pod. Email us at T from the dark side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.